The Morning Brew is brought to you by West Rock Coffee. It's time for your Morning Brew. Grab a cup of joe and get caught up on everything you need to know. Here's Schlereth and Evans. John Payton took to Twitter last night. I guess responding to what he has heard about, hey, what's taking you so long to get a defensive coordinator? He tweeted out, 16 with five to go. We'll fill you in when we're ready. 16 coaches hired, five left to go. Yeah. Say a direct shot across the bow of all the chicken littles out there. The Marilats of the world, the DMAX of the world. Oh, what are we doing? We didn't have a plan. We didn't have a plan. Ah! Run and hide, run and hide. The names that you've got right now as potential? Like, seriously, the names that you have to potentially be the defensive coordinator and the experience those guys have and what they've done in this league, come on. Seriously. Well, I'm just glad that we have so many people on our station, in media, in this town that are, are such experts when it comes to putting together a coaching staff. Uh, I, I guess I got to ask, wh- where were they last year when they were lapping up joyfully everything that was happening with Nathaniel Hackett and his staff? <laughs> where were the James Merrillats and D-Max and Matt Smiths of the world who were able to see through the yeah. the the facade, the, the sham, the charade right. that was Nathaniel Hackett's right. staff? Instead, it was, oh, wow, Nathaniel Hackett, what a breath of fresh right. air. And, hey, how about that Dwayne Stooks? Wow, man, I'd run through a brick wall yeah. for him. He's a real hard ass, yeah. you know. <laughs> right, right, right. I mean, why, yeah. why, why, okay, if you guys are so smart about everything, why didn't you see right. that disaster coming? We filled our whole offensive staff in one day. We got everybody we wanted. Yeah, because nobody else wanted them. That's why. Well, everybody's a first-timer. It's going to be great. No, I want football people making football. De- this is not that huff, is it? it, it Football I, people making football decisions? Think, I, I don't know. You, you got a guy who's been doing this for over 15 years who averaged like 10 wins a season. The guy is one of the best yeah, coaches. Who suckled to, off the teat of Bill Parcells. To come through the NFL in, in the last 20, 30 years, mm-hmm. and people are upset because he's taking his time to round out a staff. Meanwhile, these same people who are so critical of him were just overjoyed with a staff that was put together last year, which, by the way, did not include one guy who was not getting a promotion. Every guy on that staff was doing something they hadn't done before. Right. <laughs> but hey, they got hired quick. Yeah, and every, so and every guy they had was, that going for him. Every guy was young and energetic yeah, and new movie clips. Hey, this guy knows movie clips. He can put that in his presentation. He's hip. You know what it is? Here's what it is. And and I love my media brothers and sisters. But here's here's what you're seeing. Mm-hmm. You had a lot of people during the head coaching search who said it's going to be this guy yeah. or it's going to be that guy. And they were made to look foolish. You had a lot of people said it's right. going to be Harbaugh. I'm telling right. you, it's Harbaugh. It's a done deal. Or, hey, it's going to be D'Amico Ryans. You can tell. I already know. And a lot of people were made to be foolish because in their rush to be first or yes. their rush to be right and be able to pound their chest and mm-hmm. say, look at me, I was right. A lot of people ended up looking foolish in all this, and they're still carrying around those hurt feelings. Ooh, 
hey, people, there are no ice bags for hurt feelings. You got to move on. You got to move on. Next on the morning brew, the Nuggets back to work after the All-Star break in Cleveland to play the Cavaliers. Get a look at newest Nugget, Reggie Jackson, the pride of Palmer High School, who talked about his role on the team and as a perhaps mentor to Jamal Murray. It's just going to be about helping this team and, of course, trying to help Jamal. Just help him get back to who he is. He's a scary player. I think, you know, probably been snubbed with some all-stars, but all-star caliber player. Um, really, really good. Very confident. So just going to try, like I said, help help alleviate him until he can get back to fully being who he is. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. I'm just happy to walk in the building and try to help in any possible way. 20-plus games left for the Nuggets. Mark, what are we looking to accomplish here? Oh, I mean, we're looking at a combat, the number one seed in the West and have home court advantage throughout the playoffs. That's what we're w. looking to accomplish. Mission 16W. W. That's right, bud. It's W. W. Boom. <laughs> Just want a bunch of Ws. Just a bunch of Ws. How, wait, wait, like go. Okay, what did you say, 20 games left? A little over 20 games. A little over 20 games. Uh, all right, so let's call it. Let's call it. 17 and 6 down the stretch, something like that. I don't know. I don't know exactly what the number is. Home are. court throughout the entire playoffs, is that something that you have to go all out to get? Yes. At the expense of being able to, let's say, rest some guys down the stretch. You'll get rest in the you'll get rest when the playoffs hit. Your guys will be you guys will be all right. We hey, come on. We've pampered these pansies. Just well, plenty. To the point where even Michael Malone is pampering guys. You know that kills him. To his inner core, that kills him. Yeah, you know he hates that. The Nuggets right now are a game behind Boston for the best record in the NBA. You definitely have to get the best record in the West. Absolutely. That yes. that has to be the, the goal. Beyond that... I think once you have secured the best record in the West, then you play it by ear. I'm, I'm, I, I don't. I don't think it has to be all out. You have to get home ice. I, home ice. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> See, so you've been. You've been. I've been. I, well, I've been watching a lot of. I've been watching a lot of meaningful playoff hockey games around here. You so are, I'd like to see the same yeah. thing happen with basketball. Yes. I'm used to saying home ice. I tell you what. If we played on ice, I'd give us a nod on every game because, you know, the Joker, growing up in Serbia, there's a lot of ice, I bet. Well, Jamal Murray grew up in Canada. Yeah. So hey, that's like cold storage for the U.S. Hey, next on The Morning Brew, speaking of the Avs, Jared Bednar says he's okay with the process and how Kale McCarr was handled with his second concussion in the span of a couple of weeks. Yeah, no question. Yeah. I mean, we follow the protocol. Player comes in, says he's good. You know, if he's got tests to do, then he does them. If he's cleared and he feels good to go back in, then he goes back in. Is it as cut and dry as that? Tua Tango Viola was cleared. Hey, I don't Tua have, was cleared. I don't have a problem with getting cleared. The the pro, the only the only mishandling was when he got hit again and dinged on the nose. You should have gone through more. You should have gone through a, a stiffer evaluation at that point in time. Not let him play the rest of that game and then go, oh, I'm feeling a little bit dizzy or I'm having a little sensitivity to light or whatever, you know, whatever his symptoms were. That's that was the only mishandling. 
So that's kind of where I'm at with that. Next on the Morning Brew, apparently the wise guys, the Sharps, are not buying into the early season Deion Sanders CU hype. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? The odds have been posted for the Buffs' first two games. Mm-hmm. They open at TCU, and they are a 17-and-a-half-point underdog. Well, now, TCU was a Final Four. Losing a lot of people, though. Right. They actually did. did. All right. Go ahead. Okay. All right. They were I, final. I, they, I, they, but I, okay. Okay. I'm not, yeah. not going to argue with you. But me, yeah. It, it, that's, that's still final a, two, that's right? Still, yeah. That's still a formidable team, okay? To be an underdog on the road right. is not a huge deal. But I this one grabbed my attention. The next week, they're home to play Nebraska. Nebraska with a new coach in Matt Rule. Mm. Nebraska, a team that's been just shockingly mediocre to below average for, right. for years. See you still a touchdown dog. It's all right. Lot of lot of newness in CU. Lot of hype. Lot of putting things together. Lot of portal. Lot of like, I guess just all, a lot of newness. I, I agree with that. Yes, and there's every reason to be excited. But I'm the point that I've made throughout all of this is that the hype and the excitement of what could be only lasts so long. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have to pay it off with some wins. All that excitement will quickly dissipate if you just come out of the, the the gate losing losing football games. It's why I believe they have to be, and the expectation should be, a bowl game next year. Six wins. Yeah. And if you only win three or four games and you're losing games to Nebraska at home, I, I'm sorry, you're going to lose a lot of that oomph. In order to pay off all this hype, you gotta you got to win yeah, some well, football you gotta, games. you got to win. I mean, you've got to. You've got to win. I understand the I understand the TCU thing. That's good. You know what? I'd rather kind of lie in the weeds, like a lion, right? Just in the weeds, a puma, <sighs> just waiting for that little impala to prance on by. <laughs> right on it. That'll do it for the morning brew.